Welcome to the Deep Roots Podcast. My name is Lance Enerson, and it is my mission to help heal your human beingship through physiotherapy, breath, movement, and discomfort. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Deep Roots Podcast. I know it's been quite a while since I've released an episode. Been um, turning some things over and changing things up a bit in the way that I approach things and where I'm putting my energy, but I'm pumped to be back and I'm going to be changing things up a little bit in regards to what the podcast actually delivers. And it's going to be related more to the um, the things that I'm writing so that they are deep dives essentially of each other. So the most recent article that I released was titled The Pandemic of Understimulation. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today because this whole idea of understimulation is something that we really need to address and it's something that we need to better understand because really without... An, an understanding of what it means to be understimulated. We are looking at a lot of the wrong things when we are considering um, a lot of, of different illnesses and you know autoimmune diseases, that kind of thing. And so it's really, really important for us to understand that even though life isn't easy necessarily, that um, that we're still dealing with problems in our lives, whether those are social, mental, emotional, whatever they may be. The lives that we live in our Western society are incredibly easy on a physical level. You know, very few of us are going hungry. Very few of us have to go out and um, farm or hunt to subsist on a day-to-day basis. And so that's actually what we're wired for. We're wired for the struggle, for the physical struggle. And when we don't have that physical struggle, we start to pay the price. I mean, if we actually had physically taxing lives, there would be no reason for us to exercise. We exercise because our lives are too easy for us to live in a physically optimized state. I mean, just look at the rates of obesity. It's completely insane of how um, how many people in the world, especially in the United States, who are overweight. And a lot of times that's not necessarily their fault. They, they may not understand exactly uh, the cause of that. And there's a lot of um, advertising. There's a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There are a lot of dollars that are pointed directly at the most vulnerable parts of their psyche that are driving them to to consume. And so this idea of understimulation is extremely interesting to to me personally because I've had my own experiences with this and the times where I've struggled the most, where I have had the most health issues have been surrounded or have been nested within times of incredible ease. And what I found is as I expose myself to those things that are more difficult, those things that are physically taxing, my health improves not just because I'm exercising, you know, quote unquote, but because I'm actually doing what my body and what my mind have been wired for. And there's an interesting study 
that was done on cold showers. So the idea was that the this group of people from 18 to 65, that was how old the people were, and that after their normal hot shower that they took, that they would take a cold shower. So it would just, you know, turn it over to as cold as it would go. And there were groups, there was a 30-second group, a 60-second group, and a 90-second group. And what they had to do was to essentially just do this for 30 days. And what they were looking at was whether or not this reduced illness. So they wanted to see essentially how a cold shower would affect their immune system, if it would give them any sort of buffer against you know getting sick. And so by the end of the 30 days, 79% of the people who participated in the study, they actually finished the 30 days. They took a cold shower every day for 30 days. And what they found was it didn't matter how long the people were in the shower. The The shortest time that they had was 30 seconds. So we can say that that at the very least is the minimum, minimum effective dose. Um, but it didn't matter how long, which group that these people were in. Um, they had a 29% reduction in missed work. You know, essentially, it doesn't mean necessarily mean that they didn't get sick, but that they were able to stay well enough that they that group of people or those groups of people who were taking the cold showers missed 29% less work days, which is really incredibly profound. When you look at that, if you were to extrapolate that across a nation of having 29% uh, less lost. Um, productivity across a workforce that's pretty insane for 30 seconds of you know minimal discomfort a day after you've been in the shower and we're already warm i mean that is incredible and really thinking about this is it, it really makes sense because the immune system is actually turned on by stress this is kind of a it's, it's a misnomer or a misunderstanding, or maybe even a myth would be a better way to put it, that stress is something that destroys the immune system. That's not the case. And this is something that I think most people have experienced, especially if you have had any sort of um, experience when you had a prolonged amount of stress that was essentially instantly cut off. So a good example of this would be somebody who's in college for finals or maybe grad school and they have a big exam coming up, something like that. Oftentimes what will happen is these people will be, they'll be just charging hard, they'll be crushing it, they're going through all of these things that are super stressful for their degree and then it'll be the end of the semester, they take their finals, they crush it, and then the next day they are just completely wiped out. Maybe a couple days later they end up getting sick. Why is this? The stress has been removed from the system. They're no, they're no longer having to safeguard themselves to deal with the things that are at hand. They remove the stress. They enter into a phase of ease. They enter into essentially their comfort zone again, and they end up getting sick. Now, that doesn't mean that you should be chronically stressed all the time. That's not what I'm getting at here. But what I am saying is that we need to spend a significantly more time outside of our comfort zones. Our comfort zones really, that's, that's what's killing the world today. You know, 
this idea of having hyperpalatable food at all times that we're having all, always snacking on something you know that's filled with fat filled with um, sugar filled with salt these things that are really hijacking your biology or you know having this climate controlled everything that no matter where you're at whether in your car whether in your home whether you are in the gym, that you have everything specifically tailored to your comfort. This is not a good thing. It's really the root of this whole idea of understimulation. And if we are willing to move away from that and do these simple things, just like turning the shower to cold at the end for 30 seconds, we start to have a profound effect on the way that we live our lives. Our immune systems improve. I mean, obviously, we stop being such a slave to a lot of things that may be in in the media, whether that's actually that you're consuming things, um, say, for social media, or that you are so concerned with these external opinions that are shaping the way that you are viewing, whether that's the world or your relationships. We need to step outside of our comfort zones. And... I think a very poignant example of this is in, you know, political things, you know, in the political spectrum, because it's so easy for us to remain in our comfort zone when we are spending time on social media, when we are browsing the internet and, you know, Google knows everything about you. And so they're trying to tailor a very comfortable experience for you that has zero friction. It becomes very easy for us to end up living in an echo chamber where we are no longer tolerant of the views of people who disagree with us. And we what we find is that is that the comfort zone really has an iron barrier and it's not a, an iron barrier that is keeping things out that are dangerous to you, but really it's more of a prison that keeps you in, that keeps you from functioning at the top of your game. So that is the takeaway that I want you to leave with from this episode is that you need to spend more time outside of your comfort zone. And if you are willing to do so in even very small ways, like turning your shower to cold for 30 seconds at the end of your shower, that you can have a huge impact on your health and on your life. You can take ownership of your health by making these small decisions to spend more time outside of your comfort zone.